This is KGPC Oakland, 96.9 FM, and streaming 24 hours a day at kgpc969.org. You are listening to Here's Where We Meet. This is episode number nine. In this week's episode, we'll hear from recent Bay Area transplant from Sweden, Johan Eriksson. We'll hear from local bike advocate and artist, Ginger Dui. And we will wander through the crowds at the annual dragon boat races which were recently okay. held at Lake Merritt. Most. You're not going to get every damn yeah. In the meantime, enjoy the sounds. Day. He ain't barking. I love his ears. The ears. He's smiling a little bit. Who behind me? That's the black crown hair. Unique to Oakland. They don't have those. You go San Leandro, Richmond, no. Oakland. Those birds. I'm going to give you an The black crown Aaron. Seagulls there. Yeah, Get this up. I'll break it up for you. Here. I'm going to break it up for you. Break it up. Who's got your back? People give recommendations. Who's showing you some love?
I got you, I got you. I have you, it's okay. What do you want, Jay? What do you want, Jay? Oh, can we get Sonic? One mango, not a Sonic. Go for more. You want the Sonic? Okay, okay, bye. Bye, bye. Yeah. I'm just not here, yeah. Emphasize the power, okay? This open boat is gonna be fucking strong. So make sure you plant that blade and go. Don't just let it rip and slide through, okay? And um, Curtis is gonna do something in his bench. He is gonna call out numbers throughout the piece. Uh, that, for anyone who can hear him, add in just 5% more power or so in that number of strokes. So usually he's gonna call threes. Okay, this is to help the boat not dip and drop into kind of a lull uh, in between. Okay. All right, so that's our number. Let's go, boys. Let's go, guys.
get that.
my name is Johan Eriksson and I'm from Sweden. And uh, yeah, uh, I came to uh, San Francisco uh, last month just to yeah feel the vibe and like uh, try to meet new people who thinks the same way that I do and yeah just grow within the music so to speak. Well, the reason I came here is uh, more or less it's uh, I can't handle the Swedish weather anymore. It's like. Uh, when the winter time comes, uh, half uh, half of the year is total darkness, more or less. So it's like uh, I, I couldn't handle that uh, anymore. So, so I just looked at the map and figured, where can I live? And uh, San Francisco or Oakland, in this case, was like the first uh, option that I. Uh, that I thought of, and so I came here to meet people who speak the same language, so to speak, musically, and like, uh, so I can like grow <laughs> musically. Well, well, in Sweden, I uh, felt like uh, I'm stuck in a dead end job. I was I was a cab driver for five years, and I really liked it because I met all kinds of people and I met people who study things that I studied or things like uh, oh man I wonder what it would be like to become one of those people and then uh, I get the privilege to drive those people and I could ask, uh, ask them questions and see like if the uh, grass is greener on the other side and uh, it was uh, like uh, yeah I made all ends meet and stuff like that but uh, after a while it's like I need to focus on music so, so I cut down on uh, my working hours and went down uh, on my payroll uh, very much and uh, just uh, got really really poor but at the same time I had lots of free time and uh, I just started playing more and more and more and felt like uh, I gotta share this and uh, no one listened back home so I thought hey <laughs> uh, I go to the next best place <laughs> my music uh, music I listen to is mainly 60s and like uh, Janis Joplin and Jim Morrison lived here uh, uh, and like uh, yeah it, it's the music scene really speaks to me and the weather and also like uh, the mountains and uh, yeah, it, it's it's it was the most logical <laughs> move I could think of, so I had to try it. <laughs> Somehow I prefer Oakland over San Francisco because it's smaller and like people are. Yeah, I, I find people are more friendly. Uh, it, it's uh, people say uh, good morning in the morning and hello <laughs> during the day and uh, but. But it's, uh, I, I guess it's a population thing as well. The more the people, the less uh, they say hello. <laughs> like the, yeah. It's really expensive, but uh, uh, it's, uh, I, I mean, it all depends on 
what do you do what do you do with it i mean uh, I, I try to live as cheap as possible so i i buy bananas and bread and that's all i eat because uh, it's the cheapest food i could think of and uh, you don't need a refrigerator or anything like that and uh, yeah I, i mean you you have to uh, fill up your stomach three times a day so Uh, you, you can't be picky with what you eat. As long as you're uh, full, then you're satisfied, in my mind. <laughs> the way the situation I'm living is now is uh, in a sort of a bed and breakfast scenario. So it's uh, people uh, are in the house as we speak. So uh, I can't play there. I have to play somewhere. And uh, while I'm looking for places to play, I also want to uh, write new songs and uh, this lake helps me uh, find inspiration to write new stuff. When I came up with the idea that uh, uh, Sweden wasn't the uh, right place for me, I started writing song after song after song and it's like uh, uh, some uh, most of my songs are about sunshine and friendship so it's uh, And that was like two things that I lacked over in Sweden. So I thought uh, if I write about the stuff, eventually it will come. <laughs> so uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> I, I got the sun and <laughs> and uh, yeah, um, started to meet new people. So it's uh, slowly but surely it's like, uh, yeah, it's coming to place. Yeah, my hopes are that uh, I finally find a place where I can uh, uh, put my mailbox, you know? It, it's, uh, I don't know where I'm supposed to live. That's like uh, a key, <laughs> key ingredients. Now, uh, I have to play music and I have to find a home. That's, uh, that's why I'm here and I'm hoping to meet people that could guide me to one or the other. I'm happy if both uh, fall into place, but I can't be greedy. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, I'm done with the cold weather and uh, I, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> so yeah, and yeah, the music is too big part of my life to uh, have something else. I, I, I've done the nine to five jobs and now it's not for me. It's Yeah, I have to listen to my heart. <laughs>
My name is Ginger Dui. I live here in Oakland over uh, off of Lakeshore Avenue and Lake Merritt's on my way home from work. So uh, 
I had a really long day, so I thought I'd stop by here at the bird sanctuary, see what was happening. And there were all these cool night herons just hanging around uh, in the bird sanctuary here. And they weren't moving very much, so I thought I would just sketch them. I do, I do it occasionally. I ride by the lake every day and I'm practicing sketching more. And there's so, I was actually going to the, the gardens here, but they were closed at five. So I just came by here instead. I really love sketching because it's a way for me just to slow down, completely change my mindset, my being and be super present in a place. Uh, and I also know the more I do it, the better I get. So there's a really sense of satisfaction, you know? Um, so today I was just really, I think I came here to sketch some plants in the first place. They stand still, which is really great. But these night herons were also standing still. So I thought they were the perfect targets. Um, and then what, what I noticed was like, I had about maybe 30 seconds or a minute to sketch them before they flew away. So I kind of I learned a new thing today. I was like, if I put the birds in, I just put them in and then I sketched the rest of the environment around them and that made for a really nice picture. So that was just a really cool thing I learned for myself just because I took 45 minutes out of my day to sit down and look at, look at one thing. And there are so many different places you can go just within the lake. I don't come here to the bird sanctuary more often, but because I just happened to come by this spot because I couldn't get go to the garden today. Now I'm like, wow, I should come back here to see it more, see what changes are happening every season. I ride on the Lake Merrick bike paths every day to go to work. Um, and then I've also gone boating on the lake. I love going walking by the lake. There's just so much happening here. I've, I've lived in Oakland for 11 years now. I've been here by the lake for like five years. And what I've noticed is it's getting more popular every year. Uh, that has a lot to do with all the money that's gone into doing better landscaping and, and light lighting and just being, being a, a better place to be. You know, it's cleaner, it's got more amenities. There's a lot more happening here. Um, so I think, I think that's super. Um, and actually part of the work that I do, I work for a nonprofit called Bike East Bay, and we've done a lot of work to make sure there are good bike lanes all around the lake. So we're also seeing like a lot more people biking around the lake. You know, I, I rode on the protected bike lanes here, um, around the north side, and they're just so fantastic. I just thought, I need to bring more people to ride these bike lanes. They're so great. And then of course, all the people uh, taking the scooters around, they're using the bike lanes too. And the dream is to have those really great bike lanes go all the way around the lake. And the city's on board with that. And I love it. I just can't wait to ride around the lake just in such a beautiful way. Yeah, on, on a very high level, as we Im make improvements to our city, that's, that, of course, uh, works in a way to price people out. Uh, you know, property values go up. More people want to move here. Uh, and, and other folks get pushed out. Um, uh, very specifically, we, we know that Oaklanders of all stripes feel a lot of ownership for the lake and want it to be a great place for everybody. So I think it's, it's like a push and pull uh, 
putting in bike lanes doesn't automatically mean a place is going to gentrify. Um, there are a lot of other policies we need to put in place as as well as improving the infrastructure so that people can stay here and, and enjoy the amenities that are coming. Um, I, I would say like uh, gentrification is a really complicated, complicated phenomenon um, that has to do, that goes all the way back to, uh, you know, just the economic disparities between different folks in, in our city um, and there are like really end game impacts of gentrification um, and then there are like really root causes of gentrification um, that's like going all the way back to uh, education inequality, job inequality, income inequality, um, they're all stacking up. Um, even if we if even if we say like let's just like not improve our neighborhoods because that's a thing that prices people out then you'd still be left with um uh disinvestment which is something that's totally happened in oakland so we have to balance both of these things we can't say like hey this is like a black and brown neighborhood let's not make improvements and make it safer for people to get around because that's that's what redlining was people in east oakland uh, there's like really crappy transit and really crappy streets. It's really unsafe. People get hit all the time. So the answer is that we got to do both. We got to make it safer for people to live in live in our neighborhoods, and we have to protect people, uh, protect people's housing, um, uh, so people can stay after the buses come in, after the BRT comes in, after the better bike lanes come in, after the better crosswalks come in. The, the coolest thing I've seen all summer are the barbecues that are happening every weekend over on the south side of the lake. You know, cars are all parked up. People are rolling up with their with their smokers. They're they're lighting up at 7 a.m. to claim the space, right? So I think that's uh, brought a lot of visibility visibility for Black folks back to the lake. Uh, that this is this is a welcoming space, and maybe you gotta stake your claim on it as well. Um, and I think there's also been a really good dialogue. Uh, my city council member, Nikki Fortunato Boss, she put out a video just talking about, hey, how can we see each other at the lake? Uh, and it was really addressing concerns that like these barbecues were, were blowing up. And I think it was just, she was really able to bring a very um, respectful and, and welcoming message to everybody who's in Oakland. like. We want to see things happening at the lake. Yeah, there's there's problems with like litter and people parking all over the place. But let's let's figure out how we can we can make it happen instead of calling the police. There are really good alternatives that are community building uh, that are way better than than being suspicious of each other or or being unable to cohabitate. Um, yeah.
This has been episode number nine of Here's Where We Meet, a monthly sonic celebration of Lake Merritt. In this episode, we heard from Ginger Dui, Yuan Erickson, and we wandered through the crowds at the annual Dragon Boat Festival in Lake Merritt happened just this past weekend. You can listen to past episodes at kgpc969.org. Not only this program's archives, but all the other great programming the station does. Here's Where We Meet is recorded in stereo sound, and I encourage you to listen in a nice pair of headphones or a pair of speakers, get the full stereo experience. Thank you for listening, and see you at the lake. <laughs>